You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here for Monday's Memorial Day main slate, James. DraftKings and FanDuel giving us the 7-10 main slate start time. That is six games. We do have some day baseball, so be in the Discord uh, asking your questions there. Uh, you definitely check out the lineup generator, the projections, all of that will have you covered for the early slate games. But we're taking a peek at the 7 o'clock start time, James, and I think you're on the playbook, aren't you? Yes, sir, I am. And I just want to say thank you, DraftKings, and thank you, FanDuel, for we're only, what, 50 games into the year. Finally, we have a an agreement on slate size. So I just wanted to start my Memorial Day podcast appearance off by saying thank you to both of them. Yeah. Yep, that's definitely, and it is a beautiful Memorial Day here as well yep. when it comes to weather. It is generally we're used to the last couple of days, rain, delays, you call it, but not what we have. We have today is wind and wind blowing out for the most part. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you are looking for some offense, this is these are the slates for you today. And that's great news because we like run scored. Run scored is fun. So let's get into it. Like I said, we got six games. We'll take a look at the pitching here to start it off. On DraftKings, the top price pitcher <laughs> is Drew Rasmussen against Texas at 10-1. You have Zach Gallen at 94 against uh, Atlanta. You have Walker Bueller at $9,200 against Pittsburgh as your top three price guys. Over on FanDuel, same three, different order. Walker Bueller's at 10-3, Gallen's at 10-1, uh, and then Rasmussen's $8,900. How would you rank those top three pitchers' price taken out of the equation? Bueller, I think, is the cash game play of the three. I know he hasn't been great, but he gets Pittsburgh. Where are the strikeouts? Don't know where the strikeouts are. The strikeouts are just nowhere to be found. <sighs> so, like, obviously that's a little concerning. Pittsburgh against right-handed pitching, though, John, 25% carry. So they're 26th in OPS, 25th in K rate, or uh, 25% K rate, which ranks them at second behind Atlanta, who Zach Gallon faces. So I'd probably go Bueller. Man, Atlanta's offense is heating up, and Gallon's coming off a bad start. On Fandle, I'd probably go Rasmussen, and then Gallon, and then on DraftKings, I'd probably go Bueller, Gallon, Rasmussen. I can't. So what, I, what I like about FanDuel is the scoring for Gallon here. Because, like, Fair. hits and whatnot won't impact him. It's just the runs that will, will take away the points for him. So I kind of like him a little bit more on FanDuel for that reason. You're still getting the strikeout points and whatnot. And as we talked, anybody, you know, Sandy Alcantara, 14 strikeouts the other day against Atlanta. <laughs> They're just, and he went into that game with a K per nine under. So right. a big boost for him there. Just to that Walker Bueller point, though, because it's really stark. This is his strikeout percentages over the last uh, five seasons. 27.3, 27 27.9, 29.2, 28.6, 26%. Last five seasons. 19.1% strikeout rate this year. 7.18 K per nine. After never having a K per nine below nine in any season prior. A couple seasons over 10. So something's happening where the swing and miss just is not there. What's funny, John, the... Do you say that? But his swinging strike rate is actually higher than it's been ever. Interesting. His called strike rate is as is significantly lower than so. Any other cha- year. So they're not chasing then is the problem. Um. Yeah. 
the swing rate inside of the zone is higher than it's ever been. His swing rate outside the zone is higher than it's ever been. But the contact rates are obviously just up. He's also, this is interesting, this is the lowest uh, percentage of pitches thrown in the zone by over 5%. So to what you said does hold some truth. Not as many pitches finding the zone, so obviously not as many pitches being chased. So it's weird because every metric of him like generating swings is up he's not throwing as many strikes and he's not getting strikeouts so i don't know what's going to give right is it going to continue this way or is are the strikeouts going to come i would just my assumption is this is the matchup we find out right pittsburgh strikes out a lot they're a bad offense something has to give if bueller's not going to strike out pirates and i'm a little worried for him the rest of the year yeah i'm with you there and gallon to that point as well the last three years to take caper nine over ten this year, 8.66, but again, I'm still looking at a matchup where he should have no problem striking out some of these some of these online to Brave, so good for there. Where, where are you looking at it in the mid-tier? Again, after the top group, it kind of gets a little bit gross. Yeah, not playing Smiley with 20-mile-per-hour 20 winds reported blowing out in Wrigley. We know how wind can get in Wrigley, and that totals at 10.5, John. Firstly, we've seen, I think, two, two totals at 10 or higher. Boston... Um, Baltimore and Chicago Milwaukee noted Chicago Milwaukee is the second game of a doubleheader so uh, that's something to note I think David Peterson is going to be the chalk mid-tier play entered the re-entered the rotation with pretty much everybody for the Mets hurt three of their top four guys are out and he looks great six innings 99 pitches after not starting in the majors for 20 days obviously he had time in AAA right to keep his pitch count high but he looked good. Six strikeouts over those six innings. Got a win against a good Giants team. And he's looked good throughout his five appearances. Hasn't allowed more than three earned runs. Back-to-back starts in which he struck out at least six batters. Four straight 14-plus DraftKings points games. So I think David Peterson, against scuffling Washington offense, is, stands out above the rest. Yeah, Washington, again, is just a team that, like, I, I think I just have sort of, like, yeah, nightmares because of starting like Justin Verlander against them. He labors through five innings, and I'm like, what? What's going on? Like, where is this? Right. Why is why why are they so pesky? So, but you're right. If you're looking at a mid tier option, that is definitely probably the easiest decision to make there, just given sort of the other teams that you have to uh, you have to contend with there. And as you mentioned, Washington just twentieth and all right against left handed pitching on the season. Batting average wise, they are eighth. Only a 17% strikeout rate. Like, they just, they're just one of those teams, yeah. man. They just annoy me. What else would you do? Rich Hill did have a good start against Chicago last time out. Five innings, yep. two earned. Coming off a bad start against Seattle. But if he's not getting the win, and he only struck out one White Sox, I have to <laughs> yeah. imagine he would do better against Baltimore. On 429, he actually had the no-hitter going against Baltimore. But he, he was just coming back from his injury or whatever it was that he was dealing with there. I think maybe it was covid and he they had him on a pitch count. He took him out after 50 pitches, four innings, one hit. So they did eventually bump him up to 94 pitches against Texas the other day. So, you know, maybe Rich Hill at 7,700 against Baltimore. If we think that he's going to go a little bit deeper, the Boston Bats are still rolling. They hung, they hit five home runs yesterday. So I, I think I would give, I think I would throw a dart at Rich Hill here. Yeah, Baltimore 26% K rate against left-handed pitching, so... I think there's some merit to playing Hill. I think there's also merit. We we know Baltimore has some guys that hit lefties fairly yeah. well. But the K rate, 
suggest Hill should have more than one strikeout here. So yeah, I would expect that. I would expect that to be the case. What are your thoughts on Aaron Ashby? I'm just a little worried about the the weather. Okay. I think he's fine as a contrarian play. It's fine. I, I like his last outing. The five Ks were nice, and and two of the last three he's been really good, especially in the strikeout. And then there was the one relief outing. So yeah, the pitch count's good. The strikeouts have been good. He keeps the ball on the ground. If he can keep the ball on the ground, I think he's great, right? Like, 12 ground balls, and Wrigley, if that plays in Wrigley again, that's wonderful. We're right. not going to really worry about the home runs. So right. if he can keep the ball on the ground, I think he's worth it. Keeping the ball on the ground is obviously the problem because if something gets in the air in Wrigley and 20-mile-an-hour wins, forget it. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. All right, let's go to the first base position here, unless you have any other... Uh, sorry, catcher might, position, rather. I might throw a dart at Glenn Otto. Okay. Tampa's offense is like... They have not been good. They had a very tough series against the Yankees, and obviously Yankees pitching has been good, but Otto coming off his best start of his career, 7Ks, could be something, especially on a very thin pitching slate, I think. Auto in tournaments could be a thing. All right, catch a spot. Again, as we always talk about here, not a spot we love to spend up for. But you mentioned the wins. Contreras gets a lefty, yep. right? In Wilson. Yeah, yeah, right. Not Babe Ruth. I said, right. I said Contreras. So. Sure, sure. Because uh, William Contreras is $5,100 <laughs> against Gallon. But, you know, Wilson Contreras is $4,900 against Ashby. If you're stacking Chicago again in this matchup, like you have to include him in that lineup. So I, mean, I think that is a spot to take a peek at. To Christian Vasquez, how many times have we talked about Christian Vasquez? He's up to 300 now. Guy's hitting 470 over the last 10 games. Yeah, he's just hits and hits. Right. This is this is co. Uh, this is shortened season. Christian Vasquez at the plate mm-hmm. uh, all over again. Ruled him out. Like they were talking about, like in Boston the other day, like giving Plowski more playing time two weeks ago. Yeah. And now Christian Vasquez is like an all-star. He literally may be an all-star catcher for yeah. the American League. So could be. Was Salvi hurt and stinking? Yeah, could be the could be the case. Yeah, I think he's probably like the clear cut. The he clear cut the guy. Chalk. He's probably the chalk, right? Thirty-five hundred against a, it's a righty on the mound too. So he actually, I think he actually hits righties a little bit better than. than yeah, he has hit righties better. I don't see Narvaez has he, a lefty. I think Tini probably homered, starts. Homered two days ago, Carantini. A little revenge narrative, too. Ooh, true. I think it's probably Caratini and, and Vasquez, and the rest of it's, like, check lineups. Maybe we'll throw a punt, but I don't think we really need to. Yeah, I'm with you there uh, as well. I don't know if Torino's hits lefties anymore. He's old, but... Uh, he had a home run off Jordan Montgomery the other day, okay. or, like, last week. Yeah, but. So if you, maybe, maybe Torino's as your t- total punt at 2,100 against Hill? Yeah. yeah assuming he's in the lineup there. Uh, first base position, you got Freddie Freeman at the top, 5,500. Slowly starting to come around, right? Hitting 300, yep. 870 OPS. Um, power only four home runs. Pete Alonso's just mashing everything that's in his path right now. I don't think much of a uh, Fed there. So, Feddy, however you want to pronounce the uh, the name there. Clear cut, top two guys. And then after that, it's, do you want to go Baltimore, right? Like, yep. Mancini is there at 4,100. That first base outfield eligibility, fantastic. Gets the lefty matchup there. You've mentioned Edwin Rios more times to the point where you probably should have a jersey of him by now. He's at $3,700. Certainly an opportunity opportunity for him. We've mentioned the win at Wrigley. Schwindel is 36 against that lefty matchup. Dude, Frankie Cordero? Yeah, hit another home run. Dude, look at yeah. it. Look, 379 the last 10 games. 1,100 OPS, $3,000. Everybody laughed. Everybody laughed when I kept on mentioning Frankie at 2K. The dude's going to be in the lineup again, hitting the ball with Taylor Wells. And Mountcastle's at $2,800. Again, struggling a little bit, but he gets the righty-lefty matchup. 
Yeah, I like all those guys. I probably add much. Schwindel in Wrigley, I think you could play. He's, he has a lot of power. He's hit four, four of his six home runs over over the last 10 games. And then I think it depends, like, how do you feel about Arizona, too? Atlanta's going to basically be using a bullpen game with Strider starting. He's only thrown two and two-thirds, or three and two-thirds was his max earlier in the year. He threw 71 pitches, but since then, it's really 46 is the most he's thrown since May 6th. So mostly going to be a bullpen game. So if you feel like Arizona has some pop, they have two first basemen in Christian Walker and Paven Smith, who both can hit a home run. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I'm looking at sorry, we're gonna I'm gonna take a quick peek at FanDuel because we we do this all the time. Or where we forget that FanDuel exists. No, sorry, sorry for those who play in FanDuel. Oh, Mountcast is pretty expensive. He's more expensive than Josh Bell. That's weird. Thirty two hundred dollars. Let's see. See if there's any man said Mancini's less expensive than Mountcastle and FanDuel. Yeah. I would definitely consider that. Twenty seven hundred Frankie's at twenty five. We wouldn't play you wouldn't play any catchers over first base on FanDuel, no, right? No, so. Only Contreras, only Contreras, probably. Yeah, and yeah. Varsho. I'd actually, I probably, Varsho has so much pop. Like I'm always interested in Varsho as well. Yeah, we didn't mention him at catcher on DraftKings either, True. but I, I like Varsho. Okay, second base. Where are you? Where are you uh, looking? What's your top second baseman today? Hard not to like Trevor Story, in any capacity. I know we got an offer. And we haven't had a home run in three games or four games. Holy crap! It feels like he should be hitting a home run every day. But as Trevor Story, I play a lot of Cattell Marte. As I think he's pretty consistent. He's been extremely good in May after a really tough month. I think maybe if Johnny VR cracks the lineup, John, against a lefty. We know he hit lefties earlier in the year. He had a couple home runs recently. Has stolen three bases over the last 10 games. So I like Jonathan VR 4K over on DraftKings as well. And then value stinks. I think the value... I think the value at second base is horrible. Gavin Lux has been hitting well, but there's no power. He's not stealing any bases. Colton Wong gets a lefty. I guess, like, you can, in theory, play him, but he's been horrible. Lucas Giorme? Holy smokes. Yeah, I know, right? I guess. Lucas. Did he grow the beard back? There was a big thing early in the year when he shaved his beard and everybody was upset about it. Do we, do we know if the facial hair is back for him? Uh, Maybe that's been the key to the success. The beard is back. Beard. I don't know. You don't know. That's fine. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find out. Okay, go to Getty. Um, Got to go to Getty Images and search out his, his most recent games there. While you do that, while you do that, uh, let's see. I don't think there's probably anybody else that's on my radar though um, at second base. So maybe Andrelton Simmons if he's in the lineup. Looks like he's he's been struggling, right? He's just only 2400, but it, you know he has a guy. He's a guy that has hit lefties well in the past, and we've talked about that win. So. If you're just looking for, again, like a, just a straight punt play, then maybe Andrelton Simmons can find a way into a lineup for you. Andrelton Simmons is a very low floor, but yeah, he's fine. Uh, oh, Beard is kind of back. Caesar no, Hunter. I didn't. No, I did not. This is another reason why Washington scares me, dude. He's got two <laughs> hits in three of the last four games, and he's got like a nine-game hit streak going. Like he's, he's just, that, that lineup is just weirdly Nothing. feisty. Yeah, they're yeah. Just, they just hate it. But I mean, he's 3,500. Morel, the guy from Morel, let off for the Cubs too. There's okay. another uh, value play. He's he's stolen a base in three straight I games. Say, double digit fantasy points on DraftKings in four of the last five. So I like I like that works. 
Third base position, is there a hotter yeah. hitter than Rafi Devers right now? Being... I don't know, check J.D. Martinez and yeah. Trevor Story. It's like the <laughs> yeah. three hottest hitters are all in the Red Sox. Right, it's true. But yeah, De- Devers homered again yesterday. He's 6K, so he's got to hit value there. But 378, 1100 OPS the last 10. You can rock Red Sox. Do you think chalk, chalk Red Sox today? Yeah, they yeah they've been quite popular. They're so expensive, but I feel like they're going to be they're going to be up there. I would say the only thing that may keep their ownership depressed is like pitching after David Peterson is very bad. So you may see people you may see people like just use Gallon Bueller Rasmussen, but other than that, like if you are using a Peterson or a Rich Hill, like you're easily able to fit Red Sox. So yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, Wisdom at 47, just another power sure. guy taking advantage of the win there. If you think that Gallon is going to struggle again, the Austin Riley's heating up a little bit now again. Mm. What am I looking at here? Like a seven or eight game hit streak. He's got multi hits in four of the last seven. So uh, home runs in three of the last five for Austin Riley. Again, someone that's generally hit right handed is pitching better than left handed pitching. Yep. So that, that could certainly play up a little bit. Let's see. Anybody else for you? okay he's been pretty good he's been pretty good and then we know brousseau mike brousseau is gonna start against lefty buds okay after two at bats will he still be in the game (laughs) that's the question you have to be okay with put them like all in a category him kyle garlic like these dudes that just like will play against lefties but will they be in for a third at bat like that's what you have to ask yourself right exactly devers top price guy on fanduel o'reilly second wisdom is the third highest priced play there Let's see, Josh Rojas is 32. I know you said Landon's using a bullpen game there. So. Yeah, 40 things. I like I like that play. Yeah. Edwin Rios has third base eligibility on FanDuel. Just throwing that out there. Shout out my boy. That's probably it for me. Yeah. I would say maybe, I guess it depends if Christian Arroyo finds himself back into the lineup. Again, Boston's rolling. He's got hits in, in four of the last six games. I mean, he homered yesterday. He's got RBI. Yeah. He's got RBIs in five of the last six Runs scored in three of the last six. He's a min price guy on Fandle. Triple eligibility. He plays outfield, second base, and third base. So, yeah. Again, if you're looking just for a cheap Red Sox plug-in, if he happens to be in that lineup, Christian Arroyo could be your guy. He's an outfield only play on DraftKings. So, we'll, we can get there when we get there. Shortstop, Trey Turner. What did I say? He has a like a 20-game hit streak going right now. I think it was the other day or, or something like that, James. Did you see what his most recent hit streak is up to? Yeah, it's up to... 21, I think, maybe? 21 officially, yeah. yeah. No, it's up... No, 20. 20, 20 is... Yeah, I think it's 20. Okay. Five. I can count it. Yeah, it's okay. We don't need to be accurate. It's just numbers. So it's Trey, a lot of games. It's yeah. a lot. Trey Turner's at 59. We're raking right now. We know Lindor, Xander... Uh, the top grouping, they're all in play, right? From like they wander mm-hmm. up, we're, we're, yep. we're in. So use them if you got them, wherever your lineups fit. If I'm picking on FanDuel, I'm probably just going Red Sox again. Goes Ander, he's just you know, another guy that 900 OPS. No bias, it's just good matchup against Baltimore. Yep, so, um, I agree. You mentioned Dansby the other day. Keeps on hitting. Generally, we like him against lefties, I think, right? But 4,400, just kind of... I think he's been good. I think he's actually been better. He's been better against righties. He's hitting, I shouldn't say that. He's hitting 266 against righties. He's hitting 269 on the year. So, yeah. Um, he's just hitting everything right now. He's also stealing a shit ton of bases. Four bases in the last 10 games, two on Sunday. So, hey, whatever gets you going, right? You need right. to be productive however you can be. Uh, Nico Horner is starting at shortstop now again for, for the Cubs. Hits in the. 
So three of the last four runs in three straight games. He's 3,400. Again, just kind of throwing throwing more Cubs stacks out there for you if, if you want to go uh, out there in that direction as well. Hitting 353 against lefties, by the way. 34, 34 at-bat sample. Just uh, pretty good. Hey, it plays. I don't mind it. That's pretty good. That works for me. I don't think we need to go any yeah, further. I don't think we need to do it. Mine like a sleeve. Escobar's got hits in four straight, but he's on Jorge Mateo, if you want to play, a, if you're playing a Baltimore stack, we know he has speed. He has a little pop too. Yep. Three game hitting streak. Yeah. As always, what I'll say with the Rich Hill is that uh, Tanner Houck tends to piggyback him. True. So if uh, Hill doesn't go deep in this one or they limit him again you got tanner Houck in the bullpen for at least three innings like likely coming out there just keeping the back of the mind that a righty will be on the mound maybe mateo gets up and can steal outfield uh, mookie betts having just a wild month of, of may here just la- last night obviously over two but he had homered in two straight games prior to that hitting 400 with a near 1500 ops and six home runs over the last 10 games so it's quite good yeah yeah, Mookie uh, is, is kind of on one right now. You mentioned J.D. Mar- Martinez. He's hitting 513 <laughs> over the last 10 games with a 1,200 OP. But no home runs for J.D. Martinez during that stretch. Uh, the dude is just slapping singles, right? Just like every one double over the last five games, four doubles over the last 10, no home runs. So uh, he's getting on base. He's scoring a boatload of runs. So the, that's kind of where he's paying it off. But he's due for a home run, right? Like... You add a home run into some of these totals, and instead of 15 or 17 fantasy points, he's got 30. So, you know, he's on the verge of really just having himself quite a day. So be be on the, pay attention to that. Where are you liking in the mid-tier? I'm not against Yelich. I think that whole game isn't appealing if there's going to be that much wind. Uh, Soto homered on Sunday. Maybe that's going to get his bat going. Manny Margot continues to just rake. I know he went over on Sunday, but the guy's been incredible. Cody Bellinger has been fine lately. We'll see what happens with the with Saya if he's going to play. He didn't play s- the last couple days. There's no finger. He has a little injury, finger injury. Well, so yeah, just yeah, they have. Yeah, they have definitely figured out. Ian Happ, again, Cubs stack. Osuna homer twice on Sunday. So if you wanna, that's he's up to ten home runs. If you wanna, again, if you're being contrarian and playing Atlanta, I don't hate that. Dip your toe went to some Nelson Cruz against a lefty. Four forty over the last ten games for Nelly. It's fine. It's fine. It's the same thing with JD. There's gonna be. There's gonna be. One, two, three, four, math on five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, ten game hitting streak for Nelson Cruz right now. And there's gonna uh, like the power's gonna come. Yeah, he's got du- he's got du- two doubles yesterday, or the uh, two doubles on uh, Saturday, another double yesterday. Like the power's gonna come, so I'm not a, I'm not opposed. Or he's just, think, a, yeah. or he's just a gap guy. That's true, um, which is fine. Old, old man saying, gap power, you know. It's what yeah, it's fine. Uh, um, he I goes think, at 36. I think one of my favorite values, John, is gonna be Tyrone Taylor. Okay, he is raking. For Milwaukee right now, 350,000 OPS, hitting for power, and he hits lefties really well. So in the wind. Did you mention the Baltimore guys? Hayes. I didn't. I did, but okay. I didn't. Okay. Probably it for me until lineups come out, of course, and we'll see if there's any other value that pops up on the board. Even JBJ is hitting 344 with a 950 OPS over the last time. So it's literally every, it's just so contagious for Boston right now. Yeah. Who's hitting really well? I will say this. Victor Robles yeah. has been raking, and he's stealing bases too. Four stolen bases in 
three games, uh, hitting 333 over his last 10. Yeah, so. I think he had a the double header the other day. He had a really good uh, double header. Six RBI and a home run, yeah. Went four, four for eight. Yeah, I like it. I don't mind Victor Robles as a cheap guy. That's that's a good call. Uh, home run call for you? Home run call. I already know you're going J.D. Martinez breaking out of the slum. Home run call. I should be more prepared for this, knowing that it's going to come every single time this podcast comes to a close. Are you going J.D. Martinez? Yeah, of course. All right, I'm going to go with a Cub or... I'm going to go... You know what, John? I'm going to go Tyrone Taylor. Sounds good. Home Ty- run Milwaukee. Tyrone Taylor, home run Milwaukee. I think Julio David Martinez is going to break out of his homerless streak here. We'll go that one against Baltimore. James will be on the main slate playbook. You can get us on Twitter and in Discord, and we'll catch you guys later.